0: This is Face the Music, an electric light orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 172, Latitude 88 North. The Iceman What's that song all about?
1: Recording for Latitude 88 North began at Musicland Studios in Germany in 1977. It was abandoned and left untouched for decades. It was finished in the early 2000s at Jeff Lynn's home studio in California for the remastered special edition of Out of the Blue that was released on February 20th, 2007. It was released as a digital single and 7-inch promo single on February 6, 2007. In the liner notes for the remastered Out of the Blue, Jeff Lynne wrote,
0: When I first sang the Latitude 88 North words, Richard thought it sounded like a travel documentary. He was right. It was all frozen wastes and howling winds. 20 years later, I dug it out of the vault and immediately came up with the answer. All I had to do was sing It's Like in front of Latitude 88 North, and it all made sense.
1: In his review of the remastered album, Tierney Smith wrote in the May 11, 2007 issue of Goldmine,
0: a rather ordinary pop ditty that Lynn notes he was never able to finish, though you'd never know it.
1: In the October 2007 liner notes for Ticket to the Moon, the very best of the Electric Light Orchestra Volume 2, Rob Cager wrote,
0: Unfinished and frozen for almost 30 years in Lynn's personal tape archive, this gem was rediscovered only recently, Lynn says, Latitude 88 North was a song that I could never finish. I had about four different sets of words that I was working on. I remember the first ones I sang were about a rock and roll singer called Johnny. It was nearly right, but not quite.
1: Latitude 88 is two latitudes away from the North Pole. The Arctic Circle. There
2: is the North Pole. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. It's not a bad song. It's not a great song. It's a
0: song. I mean it's perfectly fine. I I don't hate it. I'm not gonna go out of my way to listen to it. Ever. It's it's okay. I do like Jeff's voice. I don't know, it sounds a little bit different here than on many of the other ELO Jeff Lynn recordings in the twenty first century. Um, nothing radically different, but it's more of that dreamy Jeff Lynn voice that I love hearing. I like the guitar. It sounds good. At first. Although by the time you get to the first chorus, it's kind of pretty much run its course for me, and this is pretty much just another version of a Wilburys Volume 3 B-side. The opening guitar kind of reminds me of a couple of songs from the first Wilburys album. Heading for the Light... End of the line. It sort of has the same guitar sound going there. The guitar, um, it's in tune. That's nice. And so are the other instruments. This is when you know that I'm stretching to find things to talk about the song. It's okay. Nothing that sets my skirt on fire or blows my mind. It's just, well, here's an ELO song as a
2: bonus track. Definitely nothing that would convince me to buy a re-release of Out of the Blue, which is not an album I love in the first place, so you're not really giving me too much to really want to have to buy it, especially since I'm sure I could find the promo single someplace if I really, really desperately needed to find the song. Same with Surrender, I can get <laughs> there's a promo somewhere out there floating around of that song, too. And even easier, digital downloads. (laughs) So really, if you're desperate enough to want these songs, they were released as singles. And you can get them on their own for very little money, rather than buying Out of the Blue again, which no matter how much you love (laughs) it, I'm sure every ELO fan has a copy of it. At
0: least more than one copy. (laughs) Right. Right. There's somebody on one of the ELO Facebook groups that has a wall of different pressings. So, yeah, there are people who like it a real lot.
2: Yeah, I'm satisfied with my original U.S. copy with the poster in it. Yeah, me, I have the UA copy,
0: I have the CD, and I probably have another copy on, on record. I think I have a Blue Vinyl one. been a long time since I looked. But yeah, I think the only reason I'd buy the Out of the Blue Remaster is just to have a complete collection and for the quick and the daft. So far, I'm not really seeing a reason to buy Out of the Blue again, other than for those two reasons.
2: Yeah, and that's about what I feel about the song, is we're not looking at indispensable stuff like some of the stuff that's shown up on some of the other albums. We're just talking about more stuff that... I would have probably just went, ah, oh, it's another song if it had actually been finished and released on Out of the Blue. I guess what he did is he just added two words to it. Instead of just Latitude 88 North, he changed it to It's Like Latitude 88 North. <laughs> and, ah, there, that's what was missing. No. <laughs> what was missing is some life to the song <laughs> and some actual spark to it. I mean, I think there's... More than just one reason why it was left off the album. Yeah, and I guess, I don't know.
0: If it's me, and this is just because how I am, I would have done it the way I intended it to sound for Out of the Blue. And not to make it sound like an armchair theater Wilburys 1990 B-side that we've already heard plenty of on Zoom and lots of other things over the last 20-07, 17 years previously.
2: True. It's Uninspired Jeff, and it doesn't matter what decade it's from, it just ends up sounding like Uninspired Jeff.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even sound like it belongs on an Out of the Blue remaster, because it doesn't sound anything like Out of the Blue. It's not Out of the bluey at all. I mean, there are strings in there, but they're so buried deep down in there that what... (laughs) What's the point? I listen to it on my headphones, and it's like, oh, yeah, there are the strings. They're off in another studio that's in another country. You're picking it up way off in the distance.
3: It's so cold, cold as hell.
2: Yeah, that's really about all I've got to say about that song.
0: Yeah, I've been stretching, just trying to fill the time. Because there really isn't much to say about it, except... Hmm, it's, it's okay, it's there, It's at least it's not going down to Rio. Which, you know, I would have much better... That's what should have been on this B- Out of the Blue Bonus tracks, uh remaster. The disco songs that Jeff released in 1978. Going down to Rio and doing that crazy thing. They may have been embarrassing disco songs, but they were more interesting and better than... Latitude 88... Meh.
1: Got something to say about latitude 88 north? Then call the telephone line voicemail.
3: 623
1: 850 oh, 3375. Call now. All right. Latitude 88 north. Wish that she was calling
0: me. The flip flows in the shadows in the doorways. was it a hit or was it?
2: Latitude 88 North was released as a digital single in Europe on February 6, 2007. Iceland was the only country where it charted, reaching number 15 in the national singles chart La in April 2007, mostly due to heavy rotation on the country's number one radio station. It was also released as a seven-inch promo single on gold vinyl with a blank B-side
3: is Dr. Troy, and I just have to say, I love Latitude 88 North. It's one of those songs that makes me glad that I bought a special edition of an album that I already had on CD and that I have on 8-track cassette and vinyl. I mean, I don't know why this song set in the vault. I would have loved it, personally, if Jeff would have put this on Out of the Blue instead of Across the Border or The Whale. But at the very least, I think it would have been a killer B-side. I mean, once again, Jeff captures what it feels like to be heartbroken, especially after it happens and you realize that he or she is not coming back. In that respect, it's in the vein of Turn to Stone. But by describing heartbreak as being stuck somewhere where the temperature is a constant 35 degrees below zero. Talk about being left out in the cold. Hey man, I've been there. I'm sure everybody has. And then when he talks about well, he wish she would call him, well that kind of hearts back to telephone line. And sweet talking woman. And anticipates songs like Calling America. So again... I really love this song, and I'm glad Jeff finally released it. And I'm going to be singing this now. It's stuck in my head, and I'm going to be singing this now for the next week at least. Well, I'll talk to you next week.
0: Like it, hate it, what does
1: Madeline think? I like the song. Wow, she liked it. Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com/elo pod. Next week, episode 173, Point of No Return.
3: I uh, absolutely love this song. It's one of my favourite ELO songs. I just love it. Chug-a-chan. Chug-a-chan, chug-a-chan,
2: chug-a-chan.
3: Chug-a-chan,
0: chug-a-chan, chug-a-chan. <laughs> I can't do that. There.